May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Jesus is coming. Look busy. At seminary, my friend Caitlin had a bumper sticker with those words on it stuck to the cover of her laptop. They never failed to amuse. You can picture it, can't you? A classroom or a workplace, the teacher or supervisor has stepped out on an errand, and people begin slowly to get distracted, to slack off a bit. Someone suggests that a little music might help get everyone going. People begin to chat a little bit more. And then suddenly, what has become a great frivolity is interrupted with the call. Hey, guys, someone's coming. The music is silenced. Cell phones disappear into people's pockets. A stack of papers is moved to cover the card game in progress, but not before everyone has already checked to make sure exactly how much was in the pot. Everyone tries to look like they were doing whatever it was they were supposed to be doing as the door abruptly opens to reveal Jesus is coming at an unexpected hour. The warning to prepare and such an ominous warning at that may strike us as odd in this season where the rest of the world seems to be celebrating. No doubt it struck the disciples as odd. Here, after all, is Jesus, the promised one, the Messiah, the Christ. The one that people believed would lead the Jews out of despair and oppression and into the promised land. The one who would usher in an era of peace so completely free from fear that everyone would take their weapons and turn them into farm implements. Can you imagine the abundance? Free from fear, everyone would stop ha having to look over their shoulder and could focus on producing more. More food, more knowledge, more joy, more love. And from the outside, people would come to see this wonder to be part of the kingdom of God, not because they were forced to join or compelled, but because it seemed like the only right way to live. The disciples are expecting Jesus to lead them to that. So why, why is Jesus going so dark? These words of Jesus come after his visit to the temple in Jerusalem, the most holy place in Judaism. They come after he has told off the scribes, Pharisees, and priests who have abused their power to oppress the little people. They come after he has predicted the destruction of the temple. And so his disciples, no doubt fearful, come to him privately to ask, Jesus, What's going on? When will these great calamities happen? 
will this usher in that heavenly kingdom which we had been promised? This paradise that we long for. Where the people longed for justice. For God to end their oppression. The day of judgment was full of promise for them. A time when everyone would finally get what they deserve for their bullying and their injustice and to allow the bullied, the captive, to be free. Well, yes and no, says Jesus. His message stays the same, but his audience changes. For just as he had warned those in power that they should not assume to be part of the kingdom, he now warns his disciples too. Don't be led astray. Don't assume that you are part of the solution even though you are Jewish or just because you are unimportant or just because you follow me. For just as the scribes had lost their way and begun to oppress the people, you need to be vigilant to make sure you don't lose your way too. How quickly a time of working together can turn into a time of bullying. How often those who are low on the pecking order take what little power they have and use it to oppress others. Two people were working in the fields, but one was keeping all the good tools to himself. Two people were grinding meal together, and one was gossiping about the horrible things she had heard other people had done. And then, Jesus is coming, look busy. The irony of Caitlin's bumper sticker was that it was on the cover of her laptop, which means that it was most visible to the rest of us when her laptop was open and she was behind it working. She was busy. And I guess maybe she was just trying to warn everyone else. The irony of these warnings in Advent to prepare is that many of us are preparing. The world tells us to prepare. Get your lights up, your trees trimmed, your home decorated, and get, make sure that everyone you ever knew has a Christmas card in time. Buy presents for the family and an appropriate gift for the boss. Bake gifts for the uh, bake cookies for the neighbors and prepare to spend all of January at the gym to work off the countless holiday parties spent preparing for Christmas. Ostensibly spent preparing for the coming of Jesus. But do they? Just like the out of control classroom or workplace, the turn from good to bad starts slowly and almost imperceptibly. The desire to shine a light into the darkness becomes a vicious neighborhood competition to have the most beautifully lit home on the street. The desire to show a loved one how much he or she means with that special token turns it out into a knockdown brawl drag out brawl at the department store to get that one gift that everyone needs 
movies are made of this kind of stuff, comedies mostly, but each with a sad grain of truth in it. Because it is sometimes all too easy for a good and kind gesture to be turned into a competition or a conflict. In the frenzy of looking busy, we don't have time to busy ourselves with what is truly important. We don't have time to reflect and to prepare our souls for God. This week, as I've been going out and looking at people setting up decorations, I was reminded of a video I saw a few years ago. I suspect many of you have seen it too. It did the rounds on the local news and the internet. It's a video that begins with a beautiful house in a nicer neighborhood. It's dark and the house is decorated with lots and lots of lights. Outlining the doors, the windows, the rooftop where Santa and his sleigh are nearing the chimney. Icicle lights glisten from the eaves, holiday music plays from loudspeakers on the property. A little snow family made of lights stands smiling in the lawn on one side of the walkway to the door and on the other side are more lights, a sign spelling out the words, happy holidays. And then the camera pans slowly to the next neighbor's house, which is completely dark, except for the roof where a single string of lights spells out the words, ditto. I don't know this family, but I imagine that they may have used a lot of introspection to break free of the competition and go for humor instead. To break free of the outward cycle of busyness and perhaps to try to build a relationship with the neighborhood based on something other than competition. Perhaps that family used their resources, the energy otherwise spent decorating the house and the money spent on the electricity. Perhaps they used those resources to create something else, some other way to shine forth joy, love, and light in the darkness. There are lots of ways to look busy this season as we prepare for the coming of Christ. But perhaps we would be wise to spend a little time busying our souls and looking inward. Taking the time to put away our fears that we are unloved or not good enough. To put away the idea that we need to prove ourselves to God or to at least prove ourselves better than the guy next to us to prepare our hearts for the joy that comes from knowing that Jesus came for us, but to also steal our hearts with the knowledge that Jesus came for those we don't like as much, too. There are lots of ways to look busy this season. In shopping malls and workplace gatherings, in our homes and in the streets, but this season, I invite you to take some time to prepare your soul as well as your body and your home. Take some time out of your busyness to come to a Bible study, a Sunday program, or a Wednesday dinner and discussion. Come to Teze or The Quiet Day, read The Soul Compass or some other devotional. 
or just make a practice of reading the scriptures for the day on each day of Advent. Do something quiet, reflective, to still your soul and prepare for the coming of God. Because Jesus is coming. Are you ready? Amen. <laughs>